you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barricade. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 welcome back. I am your host, Kadeem Barricat, and I'm kind of scared but excited to share this story with you guys. Um, I don't have any notes today. I'm just talking, you know, I'm a storyteller, so if I have to backtrack, if I miss something, I may like reverse, like, hold up, I missed the point. I missed, you know, a part of the story, so just bear with me because, like I said, I had no notes. So it's something that I feel like I should share. It's a conversation that I had recently with two people in one week. So I was like, yeah, this is something that I need to share um, and talk about. Um, This conversation was brought up uh, first with my branding team. And we was talking about like, you know, different um, businesses that have blown up like rapidly, like within a year. And one thing that she kept saying was, oh, they must have a story. And I was like, what? So I left it alone. Then I was on the phone with a fellow esthetician, beautiful woman. Um, she's from Maryland. And um, we were talking on the phone. And she said to me, Kadeen, you have a story. And I was like, I don't have a story. She's like, you have a story. So in my mind, I'm like, well, what story do I have? And I said, well, I have a story. So I'm telling her my story that I always share with everyone. I'm like, oh, well, I've been in business for 10 years. I was one of the first to open up a, you know, skincare spa, offering facials and eyelash extensions in my community. And, you know, and I probably say that and I'm thinking like, that's my story. And after I told her that or probably like she was like, no, that's not your story. But Kadeen, I know you have a story. And I'm like, no, I don't like, no, I don't have a story like nothing. You know, I, I don't have a story. So I got quiet and I started just thinking and it hit me. And I said, wait a minute, I have a story. And it's so crazy because even when I was sitting in the car talking to her, thinking about it, like I almost got emotional thinking about it. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, so I was like, hey, I think I do have a story. And she was like, I know everyone has a story. So I was, you know, in the middle of telling her my story, I said, you tell me if this is a story. So (laughs) I'm telling her like something that I experienced and I'm talking to her and the phone kept disconnecting. It disconnected twice. So... After I attempted to call her back the third time, she said, Kadeen, whatever this story is, it is the story because the devil don't want you to talk about it. And I was like, then this is my story. So I said, well, now I got to tell you this story. Because before I was like, eh, should I share it? So I said, you know what? I'm going to tell you my story and I'm going to share it with you guys. So if you guys, um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, Uh, My mom is a business... Oh my God, guys, I'm recording in my spa, so you're going to hear the phone in the background. (laughs) 
so disregard that noise. But um, I, so my mom was a business owner and for 20 years offering colonics. Um, her business is called Hosanna Colonic Irrigation. And I, I, you know, if you guys listen to one, my first episode, I talk more about that. But my mom had a business, was very, very successful. And she had a storefront, a small storefront. You know, she was only, the only person there. And it was very successful that she went and expand. And when she expanded, she expanded into a medical office, beautiful medical office. It was, I mean, it was gorgeous. I, I wish I had that space now, but it was in the building. So it was a suite and she had um, two bathrooms, a large waiting area. Um, and then she had one, two, three, four five big room one was almost um one room that she had there was supposed to be her her um she wanted to teach so that was supposed to be a room for her to teach so it was very very big she had like 10 tape 10 like long tables to have students and so forth that wasn't she didn't really pursue well it didn't happen so that room ended up becoming like our break room lounge room whatever the case may be but she had four rooms um for working space one one was her office one was a massage room and she had two colonic rooms that was nice, right? And during that time, she was um, she remarried, and she was married for six years. So during this time, like I said, like her business was booming. Like she, you know, she had a massage therapist. Like she was doing her thing, right? And during this time, she um, was getting a divorce. And where we lived at that time was in East New York. And my mom, ex husband, which was her husband at that time. It was his family house. So they rented the house to us, and that's where we live. So during the process of them getting divorced, me and my mom had to move. And we didn't have nowhere to go. So we ended up moving in with my uncle back in my back in Flatbush. And we lived there for about a year. So during this time also, with her getting divorced, us had to move out of this man family house. She also needed, she felt like she had to downsize her business. I honestly don't know why. And I'm going to ask her about this because I really want to know why she downsized. Like for me, that's like a fuel. Like I'm doing good. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing with or without you, you know? So um, she, what she did tell me though, was that the rent, they were increasing the rent. But honestly, the rent that they were increasing, it was nothing compared to the rents for, you know, storefronts now. And so anyway, she said she had to downsize. So when she downsized, she, we, um, she found a space on Flatbush. And it was honestly a downgrade. And the reason why I say that too is because she lost, hmm, she lost me like 90, damn, like 90% of her clientele. One, because it was a whole different part of Brooklyn. And then second, it was just, I think it was just a location. She lost uh, like a, a huge amount of her clients. And um, and it wasn't, be, like I said, it wasn't because of her. I think it was just a location. And then the space was different. So this space, I'm going to describe it because it's all going to make sense. Um, the space, it was a second level. It looked like, a, it looked like, a, like it could be a residential building, but it could be a working, like it could be two in one. So, so basically this building is, you, you know, it was on the second floor and you go, you open a door. When you go to the left, there was an office space. When you go to the right, it, it was also office space. So, but when you went to the right, 
the office space had a bathroom with a shower. So my mom was like, Kadeen, like, I'm relocating my business and this is where my business is going to be. So I, I wasn't happy about that because at this time, you know, I was also in school for, to be an esthetician. And I was like, mom, like, I want to, you know, start my business too. Like, I don't want to be here. And she was like, well, this is what I can afford. At that time, when I, when I had begun my, when I started my business, I wasn't paying rent. Like, she didn't have me pay rent at all for maybe a year. So she was just like, well, you're not paying rent. This is what I can afford. This is where I'm staying. And we're also going to live here. So because at this point, we was at my uncle's house already for a year. And she just felt like, you know, she was already there for too long. She felt like she was invading his space. She just felt like a little uncomfortable at that point. Like, it's too long. I'm not even looking to get a space, you know, to... I'm not finding a space to move. So I need to get out of his house. Because at this point, I'm a teenager. I was like... 17 years old, 18 years old, in a one bedroom um, with all our boxes. Like it was barely any space to walk with our dog. And it was, it was, it was crazy, right? So she just got tired of like us living like that, like in boxes in a one bedroom. It was tight. It was, I was sleeping in the same bed with my mom. It was crazy, right? So when we found this space on Flatbush, she was like, we're going to live here. We're going to use this side for our living space. And we're going to use the left side for the office. The office had a little reception area and two rooms. But the two rooms, um, like you had to go through one room to get to the other room, right? So that was that space. And then, so we move into the office. Like it was super weird because like we were living in the office. I was living on a futon. Like I was sleeping on a futon. We had no kitchen. We had tons of boxes. We were living out of boxes pretty much. And the one room that my mom, that was there, that was like private, was my mom's bedroom. And that's where we, that's where she stayed. And I stayed in the other open area. And like, we literally had to climb, she had to climb over boxes to get to her, her bed. Like, it was so crazy. So anyway, so she relocated her business into this office and she was there for about, I think she was, we were there for like two years because that's when I started my business. So I started my business also there. So like I said, it was really weird because like I said, one side we lived that nobody knew that and the other side was the office. And the room that I used to use to do my services, I literally had to walk through her space to go to the office space. So, and you know, colonics, like it's very private, like you know, um, you know, your, your bottoms is, you know, your pants is off. Like, you know, it's uncom it's weird. So like if a client is being serviced, they don't want no one walking through, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the office. So my mom had a curtain up. So whenever like I had a client, we will pull the curtain so I can walk through. So, so, you know, the ratings, you know, people were complaining about that, but that's what we had to work with, you know, and my mom allowed me to work in her space. But when I, but then when it starts to get a little uncomfortable for clients, um, with certain clients, then I would I used to book my appointments either before hours or after hours when she was done with her clients. Right? So that was that story. No one ever knew this. I never shared this to no one, but this is where the story gets more interesting. So because we didn't have any kitchen, we had to buy food every day, breakfast and dinner every single day. So uh, we used to buy food from, there's a Jamaican restaurant that was uh, right around the corner from the space. So we, they knew was very well. We was there every day. And then across the street, there was like a, a Spanish restaurant. 
So, of course, look at my mom is Panamanian. She's Hispanic. She used to go there quite often to get her food. So that was like that was our lifestyle. Oh, and Chinese food. So we had Chinese food. We had the the Domin the Spanish restaurant food and a Jamaican restaurant. So that's how we lived for maybe I think about one or two years. But let me tell you, no one will ever know because I always look nice. I I continue to still travel. I had a car. Like I, no one could ever tell that that's how we were living, right? <laughs> so. After a while of us continue to like buy food from the Hispanic restaurant, the gentleman that owned the restaurant, which was only him there and his cook, well, his helper, he used to also just give us um, food for free. Or when we would buy food, he would like give us like a large. So we order a small, he would give us a large. Like it was crazy. And he gave us so much food. So we were so grateful for that. And there was times when he would just give my mom free food. So one time now, my mom goes to the restaurant and he asked my mom out on a date. My mom thought that was super weird. You know, she feels like her, like at her age, like, you know, she's a, you know, she just got divorced. Well, not just, but it's probably like a year or two in. Like, you know, she had a divorce. Like, who's looking at me to date me? Like, she was just so blown away. Like, oh my God, like, I still got it. Like, men are interested in me. Like, men find me attractive still. So, it was the funniest. And my mom, just go on a date with that guy. Like, just go, go. And it was super weird. Like, so she went on a date. And then, find you know, we find out that he was a Christian. And, and yeah, they continued this, like, like this relationship. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't call it. Yeah, I would say they end up. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that fast, but you know, they started going on dates, and then she started going to his church with him, and they started to like build this friendship, leading to a relationship. So, and my mom is like, like a uh, very religious. Well, I wouldn't say religious, but very like, you know, very spiritual. Not even spiritual. She's a Christian, and she goes by the Bible. So, if, to give you guys an example, how strict she is, like. I couldn't, I couldn't even have like boys in my room, like with the door open. Like if boys came over, like friends, boyfriend, we had to be in the living room where everyone could see us. I was like, she was really strict. And the reason why I point that out, because I know a lot of other um, friends that I knew that their parents never mind, like boys in their room, door could be closed. Like my mom never played that. Like no boys <laughs> would allow it or men allowed in my room. So she was that type of mom, right? So... Now she built this relationship with this guy, their date, their, you know, he's courting her, their relationship, and he ended up getting kicked out of his house. I forgot the story about that, but I remember it was bad and he had like a three-year-old daughter that he was raising. That's another story, but I'll share it another time. He had a three-year-old daughter that I absolutely fell in love with. Like, I adore this little girl. I, I treated her like she was my own daughter. <laughs> like, so... They, he was getting kicked out of his apartment and my mom came to me and she goes, hey, listen, um, the guy from the restaurant, like I am in a relationship with him. I definitely see us, um, you know, getting married and um, he's getting kicked out of his apartment. So they're going to stay with us <laughs> for a little while. So in my mind, I'm like, we don't even have like an apartment. Like we live in an office with no kitchen. You know, it's, mad, it's super embarrassing because as soon as you walk into that little space, you see my futon and then the other room had my mom bed in there. Like it was not like a place that we will bring any extra people. 
So he ended up moving, you know, staying with us, and they ended up soon after get um she ended up um they ended up getting engaged and they got married. So this is the man that my mom is married to today. <laughs> so um you know his business still like he was still working at his restaurant. My mom was you know me and my mom was still working at this space, and one day. She was walking in the area and she came across a brand new commercial space is attached to a house and is a space that we're at now. So my mom was like, hey, like, listen, I was walking in the area because at that time she was also like, I want to buy my house like my house. I want one of these Victorian houses. My house is going to be in this area. So she used to just like walk around and just like, you know, look at the houses and kind of admire them. And during her walk, she saw this, the space that we're at now. And she's like, Kadeen, like I found this space, like I'm moving there. And I was like, Ma, like, I don't want to be in Flatbush. Like we need to go to Bed-Stuy. We need to go to Park Slope. Like we need to go Crown High. We need to go in a different area. Like I'm all talking all bougie to my mom. She's like, listen. I'm not paying that ridiculous rent, so you can go to Bed-Stuy, Park Slow, wherever you want to go, but I'm staying right here in Flatbush, and this is going to be my office space. So, so funny now because I didn't have no success of finding a storefront anywhere else. The rent was ridiculous, and it was too far for me, and I was just like very discouraged because I had this big, big vision, this big dream right but she never stopped my dream but it's like i had this big dream you know and when she came to the office to do renovation i happened to come and i'm like so where's my room gonna be at right because it was two office and it was it was two office a waiting area and a hall a long hallway so i'm like ma like where i'm gonna be at in here and she goes what do you mean my plans never included you like if you want to be here then I'm going to give you the hallway. I'll put a door up for you. I'll put a wall up in the door and that's your area. And I was like, what? I said, ma, I offer like numerous services. I I was offering lashes. I was offering eyebrow extensions. Yes, guys, eyebrow extensions. (laughs) I was offering wax. I was offering facials. And I'm like, ma, like I have so much equipment and stuff. How are you going to put me in a hallway? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She said, listen, you said you didn't want to come here because you want to be in Park Slope and Bed-Stuy and all this area. You can go there. So my plans didn't include you. So also the guys were putting up her awning. Her awning had her business name and her number. So I'm like, well, how are people going to know that I'm here? She said, all right, if you want to be here, then I'll ask the guy to put some, you know, some vinyl on the, um, is it vinyl? Like those stickers. I'll have him put the sticker on the door. People can know like your business name, your number and the services you provide. So guess what, guys? I took what she gave me and I made it happen. <laughs> and that's what we had. So the two offices that we had, the first office, the first room that we had, she made it into her office. That was her office because she did consultation in there before she did her procedure. And then the second room was her colonic room. And then the hallway was my room. And that's where I was at for years. Okay, years. And I made that, mm, I made that happen. And eventually, you know, my mom started getting older and she started getting like tired and, you know, she started cutting down her hours and her days until one day she just like, I'm retired. Peace. You can have the whole space to yourself. And I was like, what? And she just like, because what she did was she prepared me. Right. So 
gradually, like every year or so, she would give me an extra bill. Like, okay, now you're going to take care of Con Edison. Then the next time, hey, now you're going to take care of National Girls. And I had like two bills. Now you're going to take care of like the cable and the Wi-Fi, which was optimum. So that was three bills. And then one day she was like, hey, so you're going to pay half the rent. So gradually she started just throwing on bills, throwing on bills. And at that time, I'm like, what the heck? Like, why is she giving me bills? Like she went from not charging me to like charging me and giving me all the bills to at one point I was just paying everything. Like one day she just like stopped paying rent. And I'm like, well, I want to stay here still. So I just continued to pay rent. I was, I still was working out of one, like that hallway space that she made into a room and she was hardly here. So you had her 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 colonic room was always vacant and then the office space i'm like she was never here so i'm like ma like you're gonna have to give up one of those rooms because i'm like i'm like flipping this room you know do all these services while these two rooms are vacant because she's cutting hours she's not here every day and so one day i just like emptied out her office Right. I'm like, that's it, Ma. So I was like, Mom, you got to come get your desk because I'm taking the, that off. And it was the smallest room in here. So I took the office and I kept the hallway. And so one time she came in and she goes, you are kicking me out of my office. I'm like, no, Mom, you're just not here. And, I, you know, I have more clients. I'm busy. Like business is picking up, Mom. Like, please. Like I sort of had to like beg. I'm like, Mom, can you please just leave me with two rooms? So that's how I end up with two rooms until eventually one day, no lie guys, my mom came and I think she had did like one or two clients and she said, Kadeem, this is my last day. And she just walked out and I was like, what? And guys, let me tell you one thing. When she said that to me and left, all I did was close my eyes and I said, God, it's me and you. You have to have my back, God. Like, that's it. I said, God, you you got me. And that's all I said. And I and God has been blessing me. Okay. And I've been able to, you know, you know, pour into my business, grow my business. And I can honestly say that I I want to toot my own horn because it was this is 10 years. Okay, this is not overnight. A lot of people tend to see the end and like, wow, like they're successful, they're this, but they don't know everything that you had to go through to get to this point. People don't see that. Then you have people that are not honest, like, you know, they have like, um, you know, scammer boyfriends or whatever the case may be. And you have people funding them. They have like silent investors. They have people don't share that. Right. They don't share that side. But I felt like it was important for me to share this because this is my testimony. This is my story. And I've come a long way, as you guys can see, when it comes to growing my business. So I I'm so grateful. I'm so humble. I'm just, I just thank the Lord every day because only he could allow this to happen. You know, there was times when I doubt myself. There was times when business was slow. Listen, business gets slow. You know, every successful business has a slow time, but in business, you have to just be prepared for those slow times. You know what I'm saying? Like you just have to be prepared understand like, this is what this is what we're going to go through regardless. You know what I'm saying? So when business is doing good, you got to make sure that you save for a rainy day. 
And um, so there was times the business was really, really slow where I had to like lean on um, Groupon, you know, because Groupon was really, really new back then when I was part of Group, when I was um, promoting on Groupon. And um, the reason why I got off of it, because a client came to me and she said, Kadeen, I saw that you're on Groupon again. Why? Your work is too good to be on Groupon. Let me tell you, honey, when she told me that, I was like, you ain't got to tell me that twice. What? I called Groupon immediately and I said, please end the special you have now. And they was like, oh, but let it just go to the, you know, to the end. I forgot how long it's supposed to run for. And I was like, no, cut it today. And I cut that and thank you, God. Like I've been able to run my business without Groupon, without running ads, without doing any of those things. And like I said, like there's times when business was slow and I questioned myself like that and did I make a right decision? But for me, it was no, it was no plan B. It was no plan B for me because this is what I wanted to do. My heart is completely invested in this. And I honestly believe that this is something, this is my passion. This is what God wants me to do. And I believe that God is going to use me one day to bless others by whether it's just sharing my story like this today, whether it's just like servicing a client. Because there's clients that come in sometimes that's like, oh my God, like so down, so depressed. Like they they don't see no, no good, like nothing, no promising ending, no nothing. And I'm here to, you know, and they come in and like, thank you, Kadeen. Like, you blessed me today. The music blessed me. And that's why I kind of get annoyed when people be like, oh, you play gospel all day because this is my ministry. Any way that I can to share the gospel, you know, to even share my testimony, to share how I met my husband, to share how I started my business, to share, I mean, any way that I can share the love that God, the grace, the faithfulness that God has poured into me, I'm, I'm all for it. So this is my story. I have never shared this with anybody. And to me, it was always embarrassing, right? Even when, when we were living in that office, when I used to go out with friends and like on dates and stuff like that, when guys used to like drop me off, they used, I used to be like, oh, drop, drop me to my car. Mind you, my car is like parked by the office, right? And they'd be like, okay, well... Um, and then I would go into the office and they'd be like, why are you going inside? It's so late. Like go home. And I'd be like, oh, well, I got to, um, get something. I left my, my bag. I'll lie and say something just to go inside the building. But the guys, you know, my friends or guys didn't understand like, why is this girl going into her office so late at night? You know what I'm saying? Or there will be times where I will tell the guys like, oh, drop me to my car. And then I'll get in my car, circle a block just so that they don't see me going inside the building and then park my car again. So I was very, very, very embarrassed for years. And this is my first time talking about this. And I believe that this is my story. And for anyone that's out there that might be struggling with their business, that might um, feel like, oh, I'm working in my home. I don't see, you know, I, I want a bigger space or just people that are dreaming big and just don't see it happening. Let me tell you, I really pray that my story really inspire you because if I could do it, then you can do it. I know that some people say like, oh, well, your mom kind of helped you, gave you. And yes, I can honestly say like, yeah, if it wasn't for my mother, yes, right? 
Yes, it wasn't for my mother. I wouldn't have the platform that I had to even start my business. But all that to say is I had to put the work in. I put the work in. I, I'm the one that worked. The, I'm the one that worked long hours. I'm the one that paid for my school. I'm the one that paid for my supply. I did not have any handouts. So I don't want anyone that, you know, that don't have a father in their life and think like, oh, because people use that. Like, oh, I don't have both parents. Oh, my dad, this, my dad, that. Oh, my mom, this, my mom is not there. My mom don't support me. My dad don't support me. I don't care. That is a sorry story. I don't want to hear it because let me tell you something. My dad is very, very successful. My dad has not helped me not once, not a dollar. Even when we were living in the um, office and he knew we didn't have a, um, a kitchen. He lived in a beautiful, huge um, I would say a mini mansion, but a huge, beautiful house in Arizona. And he used to always say like, oh, you know, I'm really concerned about you guys living in this space with no kitchen and all that. Oh, guys. Oh, my God. I forgot to share the, the blessing out of this whole story. Oh, my God. After all of this stuff that happened and we found the office space and I told you that my mom used to like circle the block and like look at these Victorian houses. Guess what, guys? Guess what? Guess what? Because we serve an amazing amazing, wonderful God. There's no one above him. There's no one before him. Let me tell you how, how God blessed my family. My mom found her dream Victorian house <laughs> two blocks down from the office that we are in now. And let me tell you one thing, God provided, and let me tell you, he provided cash for my mom to pay on her house. My mom has no mortgage. And when I tell you God is so amazing, so we come, so we came from being kicked out of my mom, ex-husband house because it wasn't her house. We went from living in my uncle, one bedroom apartment, apartment, me being a teen, and I was like 18, 19 years old, 19 years old, living in a bedroom with my mom, sleeping in the same bed with her. We come from my mom downsizing to an office space that she did not love, that she lost 95% of her clients. Right, we come from a place that we didn't have no kitchen to eat. To my mom having this three floor, huge house, and guess what, guys? Two kitchens because my mom did a built um she built a kitchen outdoor, so we have two kitchens now. My mom is married to the chef, so he does all the cooking. Then you know the guy that I said she met in the restaurant, so he's a cook. So my mom get full cooked every single day. <laughs> To a five-bedroom house with a living room, a family room, an office room, three bathrooms. Okay, tell me that we don't, well, I don't know who you believe in, but tell me I don't serve the most amazing, faithful, loving, grateful, 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 whatever, God. <laughs> God is so good, and I want you to have faith and believe, and your dreams is not too big. Your dreams is not too big. Don't let anybody shadow your dreams. You keep working hard. You keep going and you keep pouring in your business and believing in yourself because you don't have no one but yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your brand. And that's all I have to say to you guys today. But I really, really, really hope that this message really um, inspire you. I hope that the right person or people hear this episode because 
I don't ever want you to to think and believe that you can't do it, that you can you can do whatever you want to do. And I know it's so cliche to hear that because we hear it from like little kid, you could do whatever you want to do. Nah, like seriously, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you believe in yourself and you put the work in, you got it. And I don't care how long it takes you. It took me 10 years. And let me tell you, I'm still moving. I'm still going. I'm still dreaming bigger. I'm still. And let me tell you something. Even though my dreams and how what like what I'm envisioning for my business scares me, it gives me anxiety. It gives me fear because I, I'm doubting myself. I am. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I doubt myself. But I have to keep believing. Like I'm serve, I serve a, a great God. And he wants the best for me. I'm his daughter. He wants the best for me. He has blessed me in so many areas. And he has he has planted this purpose, this vision in me. Like, nah, like God, God is not gonna let my hand go. This like he he took me this far, God. Like, he's not gonna let my hand go. So that's what I want to share with you guys today. I know this episode is a little bit long. I hope I didn't like talk too much or confuse you guys, but I really wanted to make sure that I shared every piece of this story because this is my story and i'm telling the world everyone i want everyone to hear my story and um i just really want to inspire young girls anyone that is in um, inspiring aspiring to be anything i mean it could be a doctor uh whatever you can do it you got this all right thank you guys so much for listening Follow me on The Dead Day Spa on Instagram, Twitter. You know, make sure you guys email me, DM me. Let me know what you guys think. I love, love, love hearing your feedback. And that's how I know that you guys are enjoying this. Okay? Talk to you guys next week. Thank you.